Changing the way the brain controls how we sleep might, a new study suggests, be a way to cut the risk of Alzheimer's disease. Alzheimer's is the commonmost form of a group of conditions known as senile dementia. They occur when brain cells are lost, progressively robbing us of our mental faculties. In Alzheimer's disease, it's caused by a buildup of a toxic chemical known as A-beta, also known as beta amyloid. This naturally accumulates during the day and gets flushed out during a restful night's sleep. But by studying mice that have been genetically programmed to develop a form of Alzheimer's, Janine Jin found that a part of the brain that stops us from being disturbed when we're asleep is less active than it should be. This robs the animals of rest. It means they don't clear out the toxic amyloid. These mice have been a wonderful window into disease. When we just looked in the brains of these mice to see what was different, we actually found that a very specific brain region deep in the brain was actually much quieter than that brain region in normal mice. Now, when you say much quieter, do you mean the neurological chatter, the electrical activity in the nerve cells? There is different in the mice that have Alzheimer's compared to not. That's exactly right. This particular brain region had a lot less activity. The neurons were talking a lot less than they would be in a normal mouse. Now, is that there from the get-go, or is this as the disease unfolds in those animals? That is a great question. We didn't look at these animals developmentally, so we don't know how early it starts. But what we do know is that earlier in the course of disease, they already showed lower amount of neurological chatter in this brain region than normal mice do, and this was actually before they developed memory deficits. This suggested to us that perhaps the decrease in activity in this brain region might be important for sort of the initial stages of the disease. And what is that? Brain area, and how is the activity deficit there reflected in the behaviour of the mice? Do they behave any differently? This brain region is called the thalamic reticular nucleus (TRN for short). This brain region has actually long been studied for its roles in normal brain function. It hasn't before been studied deeply in Alzheimer's disease, but it's been studied for its role in helping you to maintain a stable sleep. This is in mice as well as in humans. So normally, when you're asleep, this brain region is particularly active, and what it's doing is stopping your brain from being aware of a lot of sensory information, lights, sounds, touches that you're aware of if you're awake. When you're asleep, those same kinds of sensory stimuli you're not aware of. This brain region, the TRN, is inhibiting or stopping the flow of that information. So, do these And, mice sleep badly then? Exactly, and so what this means is that the mice can fall asleep just like they normally would, and this is true in humans. But you are unable to really maintain a stable sleep state in these mice when they don't have the normal activity in the TRN. They wake up much more often than normal mice. Do we know why, or do we have a sort of idea in mind as to why poor quality sleep would be a, a risk factor for Alzheimer's? Yes, we do. There's a lot of research in the literature that suggests that there are two reasons. The first is that when you're asleep, your brain cells are less active, and this is important because a beta, something that accumulates in the brains of Alzheimer's disease patients and makes these plaques that are sort of characteristic hallmarks of the disease, 
is made when neurons are active. And this is something normal. You're making it right now. I'm making a beta right. We're all making a beta right now. This is a normal process. But if you are not able to get rid of this periodically or have these normal sleep periods where your neurons or your brain cells are quiet and you're making less of it, then you end up just accumulating too much of this in your brain. And this can increase the risk of Alzheimer's disease. So it's, it's during sleep that the clean out happens. You get rid of it, the accumulated, you call it a beta, beta amyloid, it also gets called, doesn't it, that, that builds up yes. because of this enhanced neurological activity because people aren't sleeping properly. That's exactly right. When you're not sleeping well, you're just making too much of the A-beta. And there's another mechanism that's happening. This is that when you're deep in, uh, when you're in deep sleep and slow wave sleep, your brain is actually clearing out all the waste products and um, toxins throughout the day. And that includes A-beta. Um, and so there's, there's two things. One, if you're not sleeping well, you're making too much A-beta and you're not able to really clear it out. That begs the obvious question then, which is, well, if you take your mice that have got these manifestations and you restore normal sleep to them, assuming you could, you should, if you're right, see their Alzheimer's risk drop. Can you do that? We can do that. And we actually did do that. What we did was to activate the TRN when the animals were asleep. And we found that we actually were able to restore normal sleep patterns and increase slow wave sleep. And if we did this every day for a month, they actually had a lot less A-beta that had accumulated in their brain. And so this is effectively um, delaying and slowing down their disease progression. You've talked a lot about the fact that this is work done on mice. And mice don't naturally get Alzheimer's disease. So this, this is a, a mouse model, as you've said, of the condition. Exactly. Will it work in a human, though? Do you think this will translate across to humans and, and therefore have direct clinical relevance? I think that it will. So um, other research labs have shown that if you can improve sleep in humans, then you can start to clear a beta as well. If we are able to find a drug to activate the TRN in humans, I think it will have a very good chance of being successful. Hi, ich bin Miriam von ACAST. Und wir lieben Podcasts, vor allem solche, die uns inspirieren. Von denen habe ich zum neuen Jahr mal ein paar rausgesucht. Podcasts, die dich bei deinen guten Vorsätzen begleiten oder einfach neue Impulse setzen können. Hier meine Empfehlung für dich. Ein herzliches Hallo an dich. Ich bin Claudia von Leben lieben lassen, dem Podcast rund um Persönlichkeit, Beziehung und Selbstliebe. Bei Leben lieben lassen gibt's Audio-Coaching mit Herz und Verstand. Inspiration, Motivation und praktische Selbsthilfe-Tools für dich, dein Leben und deine Beziehungen. Würdest du dich selbst gern besser verstehen, dich annehmen und akzeptieren, wie du bist? Möchtest du endlich glücklicher in deiner Beziehung sein? Dann hör rein beim Leben lieben lassen Podcast. Ich freue mich auf dich, aber Vorsicht, das könnte dein Leben verändern. <lacht> 